Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast, the video game podcast that all of you runners listen to. This week, it's a rehash of last week, but for the final time. The news is updating, our topic is sightseeing, and the dragon this week is first in her field. As always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. And I'm Joe. All right, so... Brian, uh, did you say no. all you runners out there? That's right, all you runners. All of you speed runners, all of you oh. actual runners. Okay, I thought um, you meant like actual running, and I oh, can't no, stand I mean, behind that. I know everyone yeah, listens no. to this, but definitely not athletes, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not our demographic. I don't know. When when we, know. we've we gone on a few walks, or dare I say jogs every I, once in a while. We never jog. Shh. Sometimes I'm just <laughs> running away from something. <laughs> um, I'll have my ear pods in, my ear pods. I'll have my iPhone in, and I'll be listening to a podcast. <laughs> Podcast, so yeah, I think podcasts and and exercise go hand in hand. Can, can we so. rehash that? Right. Can we say all the all you brisk walkers? There we go. <laughs> all you jaunty joggers. <laughs> Minus the yeah, those are risky runners over there. I don't no, know. they're not. That's too much. It's too intense. Scale it back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, how have you guys been holding up this week? Oh, you know, same O, same O, <laughs> yeah. much like everyone else, I guess, still inside, still yeah. making do with what we can, still trying to figure it out. We definitely yeah. have a very intimate understanding of the inside of our home. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, every wall has a name. That's Jeremy. That's Marisol. That's Lumeric. It's like Limerick and Lumerary, <laughs> but it's a Lumerick. Troy decided, Troy decided on which corner was the best one to hide in. <laughs> I mean, you got to know of these things just in case. You got to know. You never know how the world's going to turn out. <laughs> Spoiler, uh, it's the one where Lumerick is. <laughs> yeah. It's between Lumerick and Jeremy. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be well, a now real everyone weird knows thing, like, you got to change it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a real weird thing. Like, hey, anybody know where Troy is? Yeah, he's, he's, he's with Lumerick. Yeah. <laughs> What did you just say? <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> We've been inside for a very long time. <laughs> Hashtag <Yeah>. 2020. <laughs> All right. Well, um, let's uh, let's get into our games then. That'd probably be smart. What are you playing? We do have a lot of times to play video games. That is, we did. That is a fact from staying <laughs> in, indoors. All this, lots of video game time. I've been playing lots more video lots. games than watching TV, which is pretty cool. <laughs> For the podcast. Same here. <laughs> yeah, same. So, uh, so Joe and Manda, what have you guys been playing this week? Well, it, it, we're still playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> Animal Crossing. <laughs> I thought you were going to sing that like Shirley Temple. You were going to be like, Animal Crossing in my soup. <laughs> it was a good build up. Uh, but yeah, it's st- still Animal Crossing. It, uh, it's a... Uh, Dug its claws deep, deep into our soul. Yeah. What, what's happening this week for y'all? What, what, what's like your, your game plan? Uh, I decided I was going to actually start uh, moving trees and terraforming a little. Ooh. Very little. Nice. I don't really want to futz with too much of my town. I like it the way it is. I've built things around it the way it is. And uh, to, to move lots of that stuff would just cost lots of bells and take way too much time. So I terraformed a little bit. You smash that That's island. You smash it good. That's what I did. And I bought lots of shrubs. 
I have four, <laughs> I have four stars this week. Uh, yeah. And I've had four stars for like the past two weeks. Yeah, and you it's have. beginning to get really disappointing, um, mostly because I like <laughs> the way that my island looks. Oh. Isabel, Isabel rates islanders on a scale of one to five, five being the max. Right. And I think personally that I have a much better island than she's giving me credit for. And she's like, you should put more stuff outside. And I was like, no, it'll look messy. <laughs> Sometimes less is more, Isabel. <laughs> Maybe you should just give me the watering can. <laughs> just just give it up. Uh, everything's been really nice for weeks now. I've had a four-star island uh, on and off for like the last two weeks. And like the last three or four days, it's been four stars. And I okay. am real tired of her telling me to put some more stuff outside. I had like nothing anywhere because I didn't want it that way. Yeah, now I, yeah. Had to, I I spent, I think, 40,000 nook miles yesterday, just or in the last three days, sorry, just putting things in the island just to see if she would stop telling me to put things out there. <laughs> like, like, I was well on my way to 200,000 nook miles, and now I'm, like, back down to 170, and I'm like, I've had enough. I, I was really just trying to see if I could break the nook miles thing, and I'm never going to break it because she's going to keep telling me to buy stupid-looking things. <laughs> I don't want teacups. I'm not about the teacups. <laughs> right? <laughs> What the heck, man? <laughs> uh, she she told me the same thing, and uh, and in, in 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 my game, she was right. There, <laughs> there are like two sections on my island that I haven't built up that I totally forgot about. And when she was like, "You got to spread some things out, put things everywhere, some things everywhere," I'm like, "There are things everywhere. What are you talking about?" And then yesterday, I was walking around. I was like, "Oh." Oh no! Oh, I forgot this even existed. <laughs> I've been turning a blind eye. So, did you guys get asked to pull all the weeds in town? Like, right? Like, you're did did you have to do that? Because I did it this morning, and I'm very upset about it. I loved my weeds. I I pulled all my weeds like week one. So, uh, I don't know if she would have made me to made me or not. But I do have a small section outside one of my villagers' homes that has a bunch of weeds, and she hasn't asked me to pull those yet. So it's like a nine by nine, maybe. She told me I needed to um, take everything off the floor. And, and at this point, I was like, but there really isn't anything on the floor anymore. If I have uh, supplies outside, the supplies are on tables or they're on benches. They're not actually on the floor. Right. So I was like, oh, man, I hope she's not talking about the weeds. And I was like, screw it. I'm just going to take them out and, and see what happens. She told Troy <laughs> he had too much trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have like a slum area. And so I do have weeds there. And that's the only place I have weeds. But uh, mm. I like it. Like it's yeah. a good aesthetic. That boot looks good. That tire is 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 fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like also kind of fighting that like... that uh, that notion of like, hey, you got to make your island look better. And I'm like, no, but it looks good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put me in your like... box, Isabel. <laughs> yeah, you're, I, think, I feel like but you're I just gonna have to anyway. like uh, sacrifice your aesthetics for for like a day in order to get your five star. And then you're like, all right, we're fine now. <laughs> I can put things back to the way they like it. Right. So, yeah, that's uh, that's basically what's been going on in town. I mean, you know, there's there's updates and shrubberies and things that we can't really explain yet because it's only day one of those things. So uh, hopefully next week we'll have some more info on that jazz for you. It's still very exciting. Breaking news. Animal Crossing is still great. <laughs> <laughs> who would have thunk more than a month later? Uh, I did have a friend who's online who talked about it being like a MMO in disguise because he's on the Twitter, the Discord, we're on the Facebook group. Like it's it's kind of an MMO in disguise and it, it's great. Having fun with it. No, fair enough. That's, that's not a bad uh, comparison there at all. <laughs> I like it. All right, cool. Well, uh, yeah, gay game yet again this week. 
Uh, now let's get into our second game, which, uh, Troy, uh, what, what have you been playing this week? I finished Final Fantasy VII, the remake. Ooh. What? Me too. <laughs> Man, I I did not expect that game to be as long as it was. And Agreed. as I was playing it, I was like, did Brian already finish this? When did he finish this? How could he? I was, I, I was just like the last three days, I've just been all consumed trying to finish this game. And it's yeah. kind of weird because I know where it ends. <laughs> like I yeah. know how it's supposed to end. So I know there's only like, you know, maybe 20 minutes of the game left. But then three hours later, I'm like, why am I not even like 10 minutes into those 20 yet? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know that I don't have the nostalgia for this game that other people do. Yeah. But I, I have to say, so far, I have been very unimpressed. Every time Troy's like, you should watch this, it's just like, hey, are you just running up a staircase forever? Is that what you're doing? Are you? Is this an hour and a half of you clicking on dots inside of a menu? Okay, okay. (laughs) Are you just in a battle simulator for the next four hours? Is this the game? Okay, two out of the three of those things are some of the best parts of the game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Uh, So, yeah, so Joe and I will be discussing spoilers. So um, if you have not completed the game, uh, maybe put off the next seven minutes or so uh, because we will be talking about it. Yeah. We'll give some of our final thoughts and then launch into into uh, the ending, so to speak. Yeah, agreed. Um, oh, I'm fine with that. But yeah, there, there definitely will be some spoilers when we talk about the ending, uh, yes. which is cool. Um, w- what were your final thoughts on just like the game itself, like regardless of the ending, like Brian, like how did you feel yeah, about yeah. it? I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, as a person who didn't mind Final Fantasy 13. Uh, and that style of gameplay as a person who also didn't mind Final Fantasy 15 and that style of combat. Right. Uh, I actually enjoyed the game, uh, especially because it also had uh, my favorite Final Fantasy story on it. Yeah. So I, 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 I enjoyed the game, especially for what it was. Okay. Um, uh, that, that's, that's, how, that's where I'm going to go with it. I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Cool, how about cool. you, Troy? I found it surprising. Like, I, I was yeah. really going into this thinking they were just going to just do a final, like, they could have just done the gloss and made anything, and then I yeah. would have been happy because I'm a Final Fantasy VII fanboy. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I was surprised when they opened it up to have some quest system, and then I was surprised that they took the quest system away, and then I was surprised when they brought the quest system back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was mostly surprised is how I kind of reconnected with the characters like I grew up with these characters. I love these characters already. I didn't expect to like learn new things and feel deeper about them. I, I thought I was already exactly. there. Yeah. Yeah, like like who'd have thunk like spending, you know, thirty to forty hours with characters would, <laughs> would feel slightly different than, you know, four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and not just that, but seeing the subtlety in in, in, yeah. in the characters. All of that was left up to your imagination in the past. Mm-hmm. But being able to just see like like Tifa and Barrett really lament, you know, the loss of their friends and to, to mm-hmm. see and to take the time to 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 actualize their grieving process. I yeah. I ended up connecting with all of the all these characters all over again, which I'm guessing oh, yeah. was their point. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. Uh so so now we're gonna get into some spoilers. So skip the next five, seven minutes, whatever. Um because for me, I, I really enjoyed the uh, the climbing the wall up to uh, climbing the pillar, or you know, climbing former section seven. Yeah, um, I enjoyed that sequence because I actually knew what it was. Not that I didn't know what it was in seven, but mm-hmm. it was very 
you know, this is, you could actually tell, oh, I'm going up a building and I'm going, you know, I'm climbing ever higher. Yeah. Whereas with the original one, it's like, okay, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I know there's wreckage below me, but I don't, I don't know where the hell I am. <laughs> right. You don't really get a, a, a great sense of place. Exactly. Um, but you definitely achieve that in, uh, in, in this game. Um, yes. Yeah. There was some, 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 some padding out towards the end that was a little bit like, yeah. a little cringy. <laughs> <laughs> like literally you're like all you have to do is open the door and like oh no you're, you're, the key gets taken by a rat and now you're running around the sewers for another two hours and it's like oh, yeah fine <laughs> <laughs> so many new characters were just dropped off the face of the earth like the one dude during the uh i think it's chapter three or four with the uh, motorcycle sequence the new soldier yeah. that just appears out of nowhere. It's like, yeah. all right, cool. And then, the, the, and then they, he's gone. They introduce this new <laughs> character that is like a dancing motorcyclist with a sword yeah. who is like the, 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 the one thing that can like combat cloud in his, his acrobatics. And you, th- and he, you fight him like in the middle of the game and you think, Oh, okay. He's going to be back. Cause like nothing's resolved. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he rode off into the sunset, was totally satisfied with that encounter. <laughs> If you think about it, that's probably more realistic because yeah, he right? has other things to do in his life. His whole life doesn't revolve around yeah. like you and your One adventure. Can, yeah. He's like, no, I'm, I'm doing my, my job. <laughs> so, Troy, a question. Did you did you actually think the way that the ending was going? So, you know, the whole rip, rip in destiny, the whole everything. Right. Did you think the game might actually have ended at this? Uh, let, I got I to gotta tell Mandy what happened. I got to tell Mandy okay. what happened in this. Okay, Mandy. All right. Mandy. It's Final Fantasy VII, the remake. Spoilers. It's a remake, right? So we're just going through playing Final Fantasy. And the only difference in this game from the original, besides the graphics, are like those ghost hooded things that are flying around that you saw. And I thought that was just kind of like them fleshing out like a theory in it, you know, in a different Mm -hmm. way. I was wrong. Because at the (laughs) finale of this game, those things kind of like condense together and like formulate like this huge monster, so to speak. And pretty much they make like a gateway that Sephiroth comes out of and then tells um, Cloud, like, hey, come with me. And before Cloud does, Aerith stops him and goes, wait a second, something's not right. And I don't know what and I don't know why. And she like waves her hand and they get like a they get like a like a premonition. And she's like, something's happening and we have to make a choice. And we're like, what? What do you mean? And she's like, Destiny's on the other side of this and we need to take it in our own hands and they're like okay well we have to do this to save the world let's go and they all jump into this like portal and then you have this uh, sequence where as you are kind of taking on the embodiment of of these hoods they're kind of like they're called whispers but they're kind of like the whispers of destiny Mm -hmm. they're trying to keep things on track to how they're supposed to be as you're fighting it you get these glimpses into the original Final Fantasy game in moments that happened after these events. Okay. So like the thing with, with, with Aerith and like you, you're seeing, but they're showing the original game, right. like with the original graphics right. as the future that they're seeing. And they're saying, we can't let that happen because in that future, good things happen, but also a lot of bad things happen to like innocence. So they pretty much fight destiny, take it by the hand, throw it out the window and say, the next step is unknown. Oh, okay, so they're they're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do a remake, and a lot of the steps are gonna be the same. But we're also not gonna make that same game over again, right? Kind of thing. That's cool because yeah. I, I went from being like, oh, I can't wait till they go to this location or this event happens or this event happens, and now I'm more excited because I d- 
don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, the, they the game it. actually ends with the the game ends with the untold journey will continue. They it's like oh they definitely right. are gonna kill Aerith again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so surprised. No, right, I think definitely. They're, I think they're gonna kill Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I think the roles are reversed. He sacrifices himself because in this new timeline, right. Zach, the character that dies, is alive. Oh, interesting. Like, th- all time is destiny is like broken. Right. So things that have happened have not happened. He's oh, he seems he's alluded to be alive now. They leaned so far into Aerith being like, "Are you gonna miss me?" And right. like you know she dies. And then the fact that they're like, "Oh, and now time changes." Everyone's gonna be like, "Maybe Aerith doesn't die, but she's don't. She's going to. She's she's just going." To. No, no, stop it, stop it. This is my only hope. Don't don't do this again to me. The the way I took the uh, the whispers or whatever, I took it as the whispers were hardcore fans. And I took Sephiroth as the game developers. <laughs> so the whispers, because the whispers are destiny. They're trying to make sure that everything that happens or is supposed to happen continues to happen. Wow. So like, why Wedge Tifa's dies in the original bigger? one. Why, why, why? Yeah, why yeah. is Red so early in the game? Why did... <laughs> Because because Wedge dies at the you know, Wedge dies in the original, yeah. but he survived in this one. He did, and then later on in the building, Wedge is just like all right, he's just chilling in Shinra, and then all the whispers come out and push him off the edge. So, yeah, so all the things so in they this, so they make it so he dies. All the things <laughs> in this game that have not been part of the original, those ghosts would show up and attack, but you didn't know why, and it was because they were diverting from the original plot. And it was exactly, like the like, game fighting itself. It was like the so original. It's like developers personified <laughs> angry fans, and it was just like, well, you know, if you complain, that's fine, but that makes you a whisper. Yeah. And this yeah. is what yeah. we do to whisper. Step, 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 step. It, yeah, it's all of the Final Fantasy original diehards who don't want to remake. Right, just play that <laughs> Are the, the game, angry then. people, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like, like Barrett gets stabbed by Sephiroth. And everybody's like, oh, damn, this this didn't happen. And then all the whispers come out and heal Barrett, so nothing happened. (laughs) Right. And so, so, like, it continues on. And then, like, at the very, very, very end, when Sephiroth comes out, because all the whispers are pretty much, it seemed like, because they're swirling around Shinra, it's almost as if they're protecting Shinra to make sure everything continues to happen the way it is. And Sephiroth cuts us his sword through them. And completely tears destiny and tears reality, yeah. and creates a sub reality that that you walk into, and that's where the finale happens, where you're actually attacking the whispers. I'm on board with and... this change as long as they don't go full Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> oh, too late! Yeah. Oh no, there's no way. This it's no. it's I don't even know. It, it's probably already there, but what, we're so. What into if it. the next episode they walk out and it's just they're in that dream version of the computer version oh, where no. Sora's there, huh? Yeah. Huh? Oh gosh! Huh? It could happen. It could happen. Uh, it, yeah. I hope it does. Oh, it could. <laughs> but it, uh, but I I thoroughly enjoyed the ending of this game. If the leading f- up to the ending, I was like, eh, I don't know if I'm enjoying. Right. You know, not not enjoying it, but I don't know if I'm if I'm agreeing with where this is going. And then the finale happens. You know, you're face off with Sephiroth. The music happens. Everything's going, and I'm in it. <laughs> and then. And then that ending happens where it's just like, well, anything can happen now. Or, or like, like you have Biggs. I, Biggs is in his original, is, is in the uh, the orphanage. So Biggs isn't dead now. It, it's like. Which he was in the original. Anything <laughs> anything could be possible, but like not. It, it, it's crazy because the Final Fantasy VII remake is a story where it's literally challenging the original concept of Final Fantasy. That's yep. such 
a high like brow freaking concept <laughs> kingdom hearts it's just kingdom it's hearts just kingdom gosh hearts. it's just yeah. kingdom hearts you're right goodness i can't wait Did to Kojima see where this, this goes <laughs> right, right. the next game you're just going to be delivering packages <laughs> They yeah. saw how how successful that game was, and they're like, you know hey, what? Hey, Cloud did it first. That's what he was doing in Advent Children. He was delivering packages. <laughs> you know what this really is, though? This is just, like, one person's fanfic that they found deep in some, like, subreddit. They're like, this is better. Yeah. This, is, this is They're better. like, oh, Final Fantasy fights Final Fantasy. I like it. I like what it. What if this yeah. is a different Star Wars movie now? Oh, <laughs> there were some really good Vader Luke moments in this remake that I saw. Oh, there were. Ever since you told me about the Star Wars connection to Final Fantasy, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Sephiroth yeah. is literally like, "Take my hand, we can do this together." No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. <laughs> but I, I was, can't wait to see what a sequel looks like, where they're going down the set path and they're fighting, going down the set path, like. I, I'm in now. I'm totally in. I was just going to do it I, just to do it before, but now I'm totally bought into this franchise. I took the ending as as the game developers have defeated the hardcore fans, so now they can go wherever they want. <laughs> I took it as the whispers won't be in the future games. Like they like there may be whispers of no, them. No, I think they have uh-huh. to be. Um, but I don't think they're going to be in because I think the ending of the game is you defeating the whispers. Huh. Mm. Because they disperse. Like you, 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 you defeated the giant, which he looked like ultimate weapon or ultimate weapon yeah. from the Final Fantasy VII. But it was a, it was just the giant whisper. Right. And as soon as he defeated it, it also looked like it retroactively defeated it because it looked like Zach. That's what yeah. that's what happened with Zach as well. Yeah, I'm a little so, confused about the time travel aspect of this. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what's exactly happening. Now. And that's why I'm so but, excited. I don't know yeah. what's going to happen, which is not what I said when I started this game. Because yeah. I knew everything yeah. that happened. Granted, Agreed. I was like 16 when I last played it. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I kind of remember. But uh, now I'm excited. Now I'm just, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm in. Yeah. Sign me up. It's great. Boss. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's... Uh, I think that'll do it for our Final Fantasy. I'm 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 looking forward to to future. Uh, maybe we'll do a tasty topic on it or a mighty morsel in the future. But I, I'm good where I'm at. Mind I, I think pleasantly I'm pleasantly gonna... blown. Yeah, agreed. Granted, that agreed. was also seven o'clock in the morning today. I stayed up all night yeah. <laughs> trying to finish it before this podcast. I may also be sleep deprived. <laughs> this is a lot about the game, but I went to bed at 11 p.m. and you were like, "Man, I was like, I was, I, you thought you were gonna finish it. I you know. were like, I'm gonna finish it tonight." And yeah. the fact that that was eight hours earlier than you thought it was going to be done. It's very funny. I ended up clocking in about 54 hours on that game. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think I, I was at uh, 43 and a half. Okay. I, I did some so. extra grinding, get some of that extra Same. grinding. Anyway, that, we're in the weeds yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fun uh, game. Final Fantasy VII Remake. It was great. I think you had you definitely had to play the original Final Fantasy VII in order to get this. Yeah, I think. it would not have hit as hard if you didn't no. play the original. Agreed. I didn't, Agreed. and it doesn't. <laughs> and that's fair that's fair <laughs> oh man all right so that'll uh that'll do it for our games this week and now let's get into our news segment news all right so uh in this week's stop it covid covid right Death Stranding's PC release has been delayed. Um, it will now be released on July 14th instead of June 2nd. Um, and it is directly related to their stay-at-home development that they're doing right. now. So, hey, you know, if 
got to do it safely. Yep. You got to do what you got to do. Yep, yep. So, uh, and then uh, in the next bit of news, uh, Troy, you got a little bit of music news, right? So this week, something amazing happened, and w- it happened in Fortnite. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> Let me just in get Fortnite. that out of the way. This is a Fortnite-related <laughs> thing. Uh, Travis Scott, uh, the rapper, uh, musical artist, fusion hip hop artist, he had to kind of cancel his tour because of of COVID. Stop it, COVID. Um, <laughs> and so he decided he didn't want to not put out his new album. So he decided to debut his astronomical album in Fortnite with a concert. Now, wow. Travis Scott is one of those people where I know the name. I know he's, he's married to one of the, the Kardashians, but I didn't realize I knew his music till I started like listening to it. And I was like, oh, oh, you did that. Oh, you did that. Okay. All right. <laughs> I gotcha. He's, he's very popular. Um, I jumped in the for- Fortnite and I had to wait like a half an hour because the queue was like, crazy if you didn't get in at the beginning you don't get in and i had i wanted to be there for the first concert so you waited like a half hour of just like mundane Fortnite bs people are just shooting you and dancing and there's bananas Uh and goats and gold people (laughs) and it's just like uh, i don't really like Fortnite that much it's okay i'm a good hide and go seek player but nothing else um, yeah. <laughs> so it's that for a half an hour. So it kind of builds up the anticipation. There's a concert. There's a concert venue there. And as it ticks down, you go to this concert venue and you look up in the sky and there was just this purple comet, like way off in the distance, slowly falling to Earth. And as it got closer, you're like, oh, this is not a comet. This is like an alien ship in the form of a speaker disguised as a comet. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of this comet is just like roller coasters and carnivals and theme park rides and it gets closer and closer and it just kind of hovers in front of you like a UFO you're like whoa that's cool and you look above it and there's this giant purple swirl that's like going crazy and it comes closer and closer and slams in front of you and then you get blasted into the air like a million feet and out of the smoke rises a giant Travis Scott who immediately goes into his first album. It was incredible. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was like the modern day Fantasia. <laughs> like the, the, the rest of, of my time there was just like soaring through the sky. He would like punch the water and then everyone was drowning underwater and then swimming through like this area of like sharks and stuff. And he's rapping and, and the music is happening. And it's just, it was so immersively trippy and, and just oh, amazing. At one point, you got shot in the space, and then uh, uh, Kid Cudi comes out, who, who was a, a rapper who went through some depression and hasn't been making a lot of music. He came back in Fortnite <laughs> <laughs> and debuted a song for the first time with uh, Travis Scott in this game, and he was like a spaceman, <laughs> and you were flying wow. around in space. Like It was so conceptually gripping, and the idea that there were like over 12 million people experiencing this at the same time gave you this amazing like global feel of like you are you are in on this on ground level yeah remarkable experience um and the music was great too like i kind of want to get this album now (laughs) it totally worked (laughs) it was was Um, a very short album though (laughs) so what happened was you were so immersed in how like uh, uh, amazing the visual and spectacle and and what they were doing with the with the the the, the environment that all of a sudden it cut out and you were like wait what <laughs> and you realize it, it was only maybe like seven minutes or five minutes uh-huh. I don't even know it wasn't that long but it, it felt like forever but it really wasn't 
And when you got mm-hmm. dropped back out, it was very much just like, all right, now play Fortnite. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's that was kind of a really lame ending for such it's an amazing too- like experience. Yeah, he was uh-huh. Troy was going through it, and I was like, oh, that was the first song that was great. And Troy's like, no, that was that was everything. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> he, he did he did a samples of like five songs. His, his, his album mm-hmm. was like a single. <laughs> <laughs> he gave you a little taste. Um, So yeah, so Nutshell was an amazing experience that didn't quite stick the landing because in the end, the last thing I want to do is play Fortnite, (laughs) I guess. Yeah. Um, Especially like that. Anyway. He should have debuted in Animal Crossing. Uh? Uh? Oh Uh? my gosh. (laughs) In Animal (laughs) Ease. Oh, I'm for it. Tom Nook is just like... (laughs) <laughs> Rossetti shows up. KK Slider comes out. Oh, Rossetti at a yeah. rock concert would be great. KK Slider get KK uh, Slider is his backup. Um, it's actually uh, KK Scott. KK Scott. <laughs> cool thing. I, I I it's exciting to be on the forefront of what could be a really cool avenue for uh, artists to show their music. Um, yeah. So so right after uh, stop it, COVID, we have a thank you, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna give it like a all right, COVID. <laughs> all right, COVID. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> or maybe thank you, video game developers, for pulling this together despite COVID. Huh? Yeah. It's, it's not catchy. Yeah. It's oh, not yeah, catchy. Definitely. Especially because it seems like they're getting they're getting better with it as well. Because I remember the first ones that they were doing, like with like marshmallow and. Uh, Right. And a couple other ones. This is why it blew me away kind of because like, when we saw the, the 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 Star Wars one, it was just like a little tiny J.J. Abrams on a stage. Then you watched a video, so I was mm-hmm. expecting just like a little version of Travis Scott. He'll hop around. You will 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 do some emotes. He'll he'll bring the house down. All that good stuff. And like I, that's what I was expecting to then see a Godzilla version of him coming at me. <laughs> Incredible way to see a concert. I only want to see nice. concerts like this now. Yeah. <laughs> How do we get Guar inside Fortnite? <laughs> I could actually see that. I, I could see it. Actually, it's not far off from what Fortnite already it's is. Really not. <laughs> They'd actually like have to Fortnite, put less blood sticky. in it. Ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh. That brings sticky grenades, a whole new meaning. Oh. Uh, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving, moving on. Moving on, moving on. I don't hate Fortnite but, uh, that much. But, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. That's cool. Well, uh, speaking of Fortnite, uh, they also finally released on the Google Play Store. Um, it's always been available, or for the last 18 months, it's been available uh, for Google or for Google phones, but you can only sideload it. So you got to like go to like the Fortnite website and kind of go through some rigmarole in order to actually install it. Uh, so now it's actually on the official store, um, which is... Great news for people who, I guess, don't want to disable that one feature of their phone. Uh, but bad news for the Fortnite developers because now they have to give up 30% of whatever people spend on it. Give it up. Uh, so <laughs> give it up. <laughs> give it up. You got big Fortnite money. You can, it'll, you'll be all right. Yeah, I think oh, they'll yeah, pull through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, next bit of news, Destiny 2 has started their Guardian Games, which is uh, their take on the Olympics that won't be happening this year. <laughs> uh, so... Way to strike where the iron's hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what it does is it lets you compete with other guardians to see which guardian class is the best. Oh. So if, so if you're a titan and you go and you do whatever events there are, or they say they're events, but basically they're just bounties. So so they're just starting gang certain, wars. Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly what it is. Fun. Yeah. So whatever you do is gets deposited in titans. If uh, the hunters for hunters, you know, warlocks with warlocks. I actually really like so, that. And then. At the end of this, you know, they'll have first, second, and third, and, and, and dole out prizes that way as well. That sounds like fun, um, actually. So, yeah. 
It seems, you know, it's something new, something that they're trying to do. Team Warlock, Amanda. Know. Team Warlock. <laughs> <laughs> you can't touch this because we're in the air for too long. <laughs> floating. I, I'm having a hard time with Destiny While you're recently. Floating, uh, the yeah. Titans have already killed like five people, so you're fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, Amanda, you got some Switch news. I do. Um, so uh, Nintendo released that uh, Switches have recently been hacked. Apparently, people had hacked into Switches using the NN ID, not to be confused oh, no. with the Nintendo ID, which is very confusing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> back when they had the Wii and the 3DS, you had an ID that you used to log in so that you could access their store and their features and stuff. Um, obviously, uh, they, they realized there were vulnerabilities to that, and then they sunset it for the most part, and they replaced it with a Nintendo ID, but you can link the two of them together. So basically, hackers figured out how to get into your new content via the old content. Um, good news is, is they've disabled the NNN ID now, so um, the, the, the vulnerability doesn't exist anymore, but that didn't prevent hackers from getting access to information like your name Yikes. or your date of birth or your username or password. On the plus side, they could not at all access your credit card content, but they might have bought some stuff on your system that maybe uh, you didn't buy. So, <laughs> <laughs> so check out your Nintendo account. No, uh, that's not my My Little Pony Extreme Adventures. <laughs> that was a hacker. That, that was, was a hacker. A, that was a hacker. <laughs> Yeah, de- uh, definitely, definitely. But it shouldn't happen uh, again, but bad news that it did happen. All right. Well, you know, at least they at least they fixed it as quickly as they could. So there is that. So good on them. Uh, and then also speaking of Nintendo, uh, Super Mario Maker 2 got a free update that lets players make worlds now and not just stages. Um, so you can make like um, like warp pipes. You can have bonus stages. Um, so it's like an all entire like overworld type of thing that you can have with multiple stages inside of it. Uh, so I think that's pretty cool. Uh, it's their it's their final major update that they're going to release for the game. So now I think from now on it's just going to be little patches if they need to plug anything up. Okay. So so yeah, good for them. Uh, I've I've seen some pretty amazing content done with it so far, uh, and that's you know only this week. So I can only imagine what's going to happen over the next several months because players are very crafty in that game. <laughs> there was a time where I was going to play that. That time has has gone <laughs> yeah that time has passed that time has passed <laughs> uh and then uh finally uh fallout 76 had a very big update as well <laughs> last week uh with its wastelanders updates and uh it finally added npcs to the game um and i think it's a bunch more content as well i don't, I don't know i don't play the game i don't think anybody else does as well so now it's a bunch uh, of so. npcs and our fact checker aj <laughs> that's right there's now finally more npcs in the game than people playing uh, so, <laughs> uh, AJ, can you find out just how many people are playing um, currently Fallout on Fallout seventy six? I think I, I think you can just look in the game and find just out. look at AJ. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just the reflection it's, of the screen. It's just that's you. all he's got to do. Yep, that's it. Um, I'm excited <laughs> to hear more about that. Yeah, same, same. It, it does seem like a pretty substantial update. Um, I know on Steam it's one of the top selling games now as well because I think it. Okay, cool. Liam might have finally released to Steam. I can't remember if it was on Steam. All right, before, there's, there's but lots I know of people on Top there. sellers this week. So yeah, yeah. I mean, good for them. You know, it's got some people drawing people back, which yeah. is what it's all about. So uh, so yeah, that'll do it for the news. But we still have some sports ball news. Oh with, oh, well, uh, Brian, I'm sorry to tell you this, but uh, oh no, uh, Hunter Trip Tanner couldn't make it today. Oh, uh, no. Stop it, COVID. <laughs> oh, dark. This is the dark episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, well, I mean, you know, that's, that's only good news for everybody else. No, so that's, no that's look, why. I know you're worried about him. He's fine. He, we think it's just a con- he's just, it was just a common cold, but he's going to go ahead and self-isolate anyway. So okay. just take, right, take the precautions. Uh, he wanted All to right, let good. you know. Here, let me get this quote right. 
Um, All right. Sports. Sports. Period. <laughs> All right. So, not bad. Go. All right. So, uh, well, I hope he gets better. And uh, But that at least gives us to a great topic, which is turn up for what? Turn up for what? <laughs> and uh, Joe this week is going to be bringing us. That's right. Another rainy spring week is upon us in Animal Crossing. And with these spring showers came many washed up pelicans, item swaps, and some new and exciting visitors. Ooh. Nature Day was a few days ago, and the new shrubs are here! Along with the highly anticipated Nature Day came the arrival of Leaf, the happy, smiling sloth shrub salesman. Not to be outdone by the lovable shrub-slinging sloth, Mr. Tom Nook himself (laughs) gave away a hedge-creating DIY to help beautify the island and requested that the islanders keep Nature Day spirit all year long. On to the turnips. This week's turnip market, as reported by the Sow Jones. With a low of 34 and a high of 694, the turnip market was hit hard this week by an unexpected closure of many a nook's cranny worldwide midweek. Although the closure was temporary, it happened midweek when many turnip brokers had estimated a large sale in bells and the jumps would happen, resulting in many turnips not moving and allowing island economies to slow down from last week's huge boost. And that's it for now. This is Joe from Katsusando signing off and reminding you to look up for shooting stars, watch your step to avoid pitfalls, and always save your rusted parts. Back to you, dragons. Turn up for what? My favorite. I can't really imagine what that's going to sound like. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> it's so good. All right. Well, thank you, Joe uh, with uh, from Katsusando. Appreciate the the news, the updates, as always. And uh, that'll do it for this week's news. And uh, you know, Troy. Yes, Brian. Um, I believe we're not going to have a topic this week. Okay, uh, that's fair. I believe fair. it's it's it uh it unfortunately probably went out with Hunter and uh <laughs> and probably is you know went sightseeing and it's not going to be happening yeah, this. Gotta week. stay safe out there. Gotta stay safe. So he, I think it's also self isolating. Okay. Uh, or you know probably with Hunter. You know. They, oh, they yeah, might yeah, be yeah, a it's, thing. It's good to, to, to work in pairs. <laughs> It's helped us. <laughs> it absolutely has. <laughs> uh, but that does bring us to this week's Dragon of the Week. It's the Dragon of the Week. Oh, it's so chic. It's the Dragon of the Week. Oh, they're so sweet. Dragon of the Week. Dragon of the Week. This week's Dragon of the Week, uh, as always, is a time for us to uh, appreciate the the developers and the the writers and the, anybody who's even slightly interested or involved in the gaming community and uh this week's dragon of the week is going to be brought to you by troy that's me i'm troy all right so another day another dragon and i got an a plus plus dragon for you all this week uh Ooh. i'm going to talk about carol Cantor, the pioneer of video game market research uh whose work with Atari, literally created an entire industry within an industry. Damn, Carol. (laughs) So I first read about her in that awesome book I mentioned previously entitled uh, Women in Gaming, 100 Professionals of Play. Go buy it now. Um, The go buy it now is not part of the title. I just feel like I should make that clear. But it should be (laughs) because everyone should go buy it now. It's awesome. Uh, Carol Cantor. 
graduated with a major degree in business statistics and a minor in computer science from the University of Texas, where she was like, nah, that's not good enough. And she continued her education to earn a master's in management science and marketing from the University of Colorado. Damn, Carol. <laughs> that is more schooling than half of our dragons so far. <laughs> And I'm not even going to talk about us at the table. (laughs) Uh, With all this powerful education in her pocket, she landed a sweet job with Clorox, which is a very popular company right now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They are nailing it. I don't even know if they need marketing these days. It is. The world is marketing itself for Clorox. But in 1973, this is where where things get get juicy and fun. Um, in 1973, she ran into Jean Lipkin, the vice president of Atari Games Company. And this was in 1973, which is important because in 1972, freaking Pong came out. <laughs> Pong. Like, Atari's on top of the gaming world in 1973, which at the time in the 70s is a very tiny world. <laughs> but a world nonetheless, and they were on top of it. So, Carol walked up to Jean Lipkin, the VP, and invoked all her experience in marketing education to market the most precious commodity she had, herself. And she did so using one of the greatest marketing tools of mankind, a bet. (laughs) (laughs) You can get people to do almost anything with a bet. It's like, oh, wow, I can make something out of this? You're going to lose something? All right, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Yeah, okay. Especially in the 70s. Oh, 70s and a bet and a guy? (laughs) (laughs) She's a genius. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, in talking to the VP of Atari, she asked, asked him how he could tell if his games were good or not. He replied, well... We checked the coins that people put into the arcade machines. The more coins, the better the game. She straight up was like, I bet you in six months, I can tell you which Atari game will do better than the others using market research. And if I can, you have to hire me full time. Whoa. Damn, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's on top of that, that's a woman betting a man I know. in the 70s. In the 70s. <laughs> you just know how it. thick his mustache was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so this is an amazing thing for many reasons. One, she's brilliant. Two, in a time period where breaking into the games industry as a woman was damned near impossible, she freaking found a way. But in the end, this was what led her to this trailblazing, uh, led her to trailblaze the legitimacy of gaming as an industry. Her methods were simple and effective and normal by today's standard, uh, but at the time, they weren't just, they weren't done. Um, one, she would chill at a bar and just observe people play the arcade machines, see how much fun they're having or not fun they're having, see what the differences are between multiple games they play. Um, second, she would start focus groups like, Hey, come into this room and play this thing. And now answer some questions. I think we did this with like whiskey or like NBC, yeah, Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> was it NBC? <laughs> we were at universal just like, we watched for, a bunch of funds. TV promos and they were yeah. like, which one oh, of these yeah, yeah, yeah. seems American yeah. to you? Yeah. yeah. This, this older lady was like, Hey, you want free lunch? Come watch this for an hour. We're like, sure. Mm. <laughs> they, they really <laughs> bought into the fact that I'm black. It was, it was a little, it was, I was like, all right, calm down. Stop, stop pandering. Um, and the third thing she would do is she would um, go to bars or go to arcades and she would hand out surveys, people that are already playing to be like, hey, if you can fill this out, tell me what you think about these games. 
Needless to say, all this provided invaluable data to Atari, and they were like, whoa, you good. <laughs> and they hired her full time, and she was like, told you, I can tell the future with math. Damn, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> Her research led her to a great commonality she found in gamers, uh, which was that most people like games that are easy to play, but hard to master. She landed on this in the 70s. Ruminate on that later. I don't have time right now. (laughs) (laughs) But she figured that out way back then. Amazing. Uh, Atari would fundamentally change the way they make games. They would first let Carol do her research before the game would even be released. What a concept. And in 1977, Atari was becoming a household name, thanks to Carol in a lot of ways. And and she needed to expand her team. Uh, She hired four more women to work with her, and they would become the first video game user research group ever. By then, Atari had hired women in many fields of work, uh, which was saying a lot for the times and the industry. Uh, she then left Atari two years later to start a marketing camp- company called Business Builders, where the mission was to promote the art of advertising with gratitude. It's like if I try to sell you this Pop-Tart, I'm going to genuinely thank you for your time, regardless if you buy it or not. But like, you, sh- you why you wouldn't you? Popcorn. I mean, it's, it's filled with <laughs> strawberry jam and has frosting on top. And if you taste it and toast it just right, it tastes of what true love really is like. Also, you have kind eyes. <laughs> um, Thank you, Troy. That I know you're looking at me in the camera. Thank you. Always. <laughs> uh, she still runs this business and advertises for it to this day. It's mostly online now, but when, when asked about uh, what her favorite memories are from her time in Atari, uh, she mentions her favorite moments uh, are those moments when the game development engineers would come to observe players in the field and could actually see the results of her observations. It in in the early days is is what what playtesting would then become. So she gave that gift to developers, and the developers were like, "Hey, maybe we should always playtest our games before just putting them out." <laughs> <laughs> and so, with all that, for all of her contributions, for what she's done, not only for women in the game in, industry, but for everyone in the games industry, developers, gamers alike, I only got two words left to say. Thanks, Carol. (laughs) 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 And that's my dragon. That's wonderful. Nice. My goodness. And what was her name again? Carol Cantor. Carol Cantor. All right. And is uh, is she still in the video games industry or where where is she at now? She is not in the video games industry right now. She's just working on her own advertising business. But every once in a while, she'll go to conventions like Atari conventions or gaming conventions. when this book came out, um, Women in Gaming, 100 Professionals at Play, go buy it now. Um, <laughs> she, they, they had like a, like, a, like a talk back where she was invited to be part of the, the talkers. And it, not to say anything, but she is the first person in the book, which makes, says a lot. She really yeah. did open the doors oh, yeah. for so many uh, women in this industry that she's, she's the top. At, at least four of them. In the <laughs> yeah, than then at the time. In the same company. Yeah, yeah, that's, Amer- that's yeah. awesome. And in America, too. <laughs> yeah. In America, in the 70s, in the video game industry. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, it's good well stuff. great dragon there, Troy. I appreciate that. My pleasure. And, uh, uh, and thank you for that compliment as well. You know, the I also size. appreciate that as well. I'm gonna, I will buy whatever you are selling right now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It works. Meet me at the corner between Limerick and yeah. Jeremy. <laughs> we'll make a deal. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, uh, that unfortunately brings us to the end of this week's episode. Uh, as always, though, we have been recording live in the Dragon's Lair, which is our respective living rooms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, you can find us online. That's right. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at Taste of Dragons for some fun content throughout the week. And uh, also check us out on YouTube for some extra videos. And you can also listen to the podcast there in case you're, you're wondering. It's also a way to listen. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. And, uh, yeah, so that'll do it for this week's episode. As always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. And I'm Joe. And have a great week, oh, everyone. gosh. Dang it, Brian. I Somebody know, write I it down. It's, it's not even. Nobody's going to write it quish. down. You just got to. I actually did have it earlier, and I just messed it up. It's just, you just gotta, so. I got to. You got to look me, look me in the eye with your kind eyes before we start this segment, and then you'll remember and then I'll say, remember. That's what it is. I will say. Say what? And we are the, the Taste of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Want to end every segment with that? <laughs> <laughs>